eyes up, don't get all tied up Hoping you wise up, the multiple lies of the multifaceted, multi-complex system of living that people are living Stuck in inertia, that's a diversion, government worship, instead we are searching Ancient mysteries, ancient history, sacred energy, and how to discern it Human autonomy, truth of philosophy, UFOology, human psychopathy, super anomalies, human ecology You got the bottomies up in your consciousness, all the thoughts that we've been dancing around The system wants to blow your candle out, but we won't let it, we reject it with our pathetic lies, so we chant it down Radio.com is the website. This is episode 256. I'm your host, Loomis, and today we have 2023 in review. We're going to talk a lot about uh, the gear and what it was like in the world. We're going to talk about the gear on Channet Down podcast itself, a little bit about me, and some 2024 predictions and projections. We're kind of going to go there and, you know, we don't really know what's going to go on. Just kind of give a little bit of two cents with that. I hope you've been enjoying all of the different uh, array of subject matter that I brought to you this year and all the great guests that have come on. I want to thank all of them for coming on. And this year was a crazy year, uh, at least for me personally. I'm happy to see it go. I hope you had a great holiday season. I hope everybody you know, got to bond with their family in a good way and everybody uh, had a great time. And don't let the great times stop, even if the information is dark and the evil ones want to drop things on you that is not good. You just got to remain calm and centered and focused and have one foot in, one foot out. Don't be a detailed, fanatic, conspiracy researcher. Be someone who is, uh, you know, vigilant and try to, you know, be nuanced and a lot of different information. Uh, you know, if you like this show and it really serves you well, uh, please help the algorithms of the show by giving, you know, five-star reviews in places that you can. You know, if you're listening right now and you're like, well, you know, just go on your podcast player and give a, a review if there's such a thing to do on there. And it helps. It helps. A little, every little bit helps this one-man show. And I think that, uh, you know, next year will even be a better year for Chen It Down. So uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for sharing, and uh, I continue to pump out the shows, and uh, let's make 2024 a bright year, even if the elites want to make it a dark year. Much love. Let's get into this. So, the year in review. Uh, let me plug something real quick. Well, before I even do that, I want to say that this, this recording is also actually going to be on my video channels of, uh, Odyssey and rumble because, um, I decided I don't usually do solo videos. I actually, um, kind of, I don't know, 
don't feel the need, you know, usually when there's a guest, um, of course I'll release the video on those channels, but sometimes I think it's good uh, that I throw a solo on there just for the, for the hell of it. And, uh, so, um, so you will be able to view this on Odyssey and rumble and, and in the future, probably a few more channels that I'm going to open up, um, in the future. But anyway, uh, let me plug something real quick here. Um, and I just want to say this, and I know I say this on a lot of shows, but there's a, there's a, there's a meaning behind this more than ever before. Um, if you find value support in this show, support it. Um, I'll be making a documentary next year, as I've talked about, and it involves looking at ancient history sites. I visited a couple of interwoven, uh, storylines, um, and guest appearances and with names you've heard on this show. So if you do join Patreon, you get Afterthoughts, my album and interviews with me that are, are not on my feed. And your support goes to travel expenses, although I've done most of my big travel for this show, for I mean, for this documentary, but it also helps with unforeseen expenses and, and buying me more days off in which to 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 work on it i'm gonna have to buy a drone i think um for some footage and so not all the footage is complete yet um so if you are uh of interest this is you know i designed afterthoughts to be very cheap i think you know it's a couple dollars a month and i know that everybody's got bills and it's like but this is real small change and the reason why is I wanted large numbers of people to join it so that $2 a person, that $2 a head actually gets me somewhere. And, you know, it's just like tipping somebody, your waiter, your, you know, whatever isn't someone in a tipping position. If, you know, if you live in a country like that, it's just like, you know, you want to support the people that help you out. And if you find value in the show and it is helping you out, Afterthoughts has been around for, a little over a year now um and so there's plenty of archives now to catch up on there on, on the patreon and and it and it is an extension of the show it's more of me driving around it's like a lot of uh drive arounds and um uh you know walk walk along with me so uh although not visual uh maybe in the future that could be something i do is make afterthoughts of visual experience you know, I got some great backgrounds because I live in Hawaii and stuff. So there's a there, there's a possibility uh, of doing that, and um, so yeah. The, 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 anyway, the, that's something you can join if you want to help out the show and just make it more of a uh, you know more of an experience than you already get, and it helps me in turn uh, in doing this documentary, and it's going to be good. It's gonna, you're going to see things no one's ever seen before. I'm going to be expanding the horizon a little bit. I'm not, you know, I'm going to be giving information you've heard before too. And, but this is for the world to wake up more and help. Um, let me just do one thing real quick. Turn off this fan, making a bit of noise in the background. And we don't really need a fan anyway today. It's not that warm. So uh, here in the winter of Hawaii. So anyway, let's let's talk about this show. So that that's just something you can do. Helps me out, and you know, um, don't be afraid to do that. I know, like, I don't like reoccurring payments and things like that. I I wonder if you can try to do a year. Uh, I don't even know if you can do that on Patreon, but subscribe for a year, and then you know, if you think about those small payments, that's like two dollars. You know, uh, won't break your bank. Helps out. 
me as a solo artist here doing what I can uh, with a full-time job and trying to, you know, uh, do, you know, a number of things. So um, we're going to break down 2023 this year in a few different categories. Um, We're going to go 2023 in the world. And then we're going to talk about 2023 on this podcast. And then we're going to talk about a little bit about 2023 for me and a little preview on what 2024 might look like. So this would definitely be the last episode of 2023. And I feel like ranting. Uh, I'm just in that kind of mood to do a ranting podcast. So I might rant in any direction. That's that in, and, um, so I might do that as well um, today. So it, I'm going to be all over the place with subject matter, but it, it'll wrap up the year nice. And today I feel like being blunt and honest with you. I don't know why, but uh, you know, just I just feel a bit raw today. I, I, I didn't do anything. I'm not pissed off, but I just feel like uh, talking um, on the mic. So should be a good show today. So uh, yeah, strap in for a little ride. Get yourself some... Uh, you know, something to drink or eat. Uh, but most people listen audio, uh, the audio feed is where it's at as I add in more, you know, um, things than you get here on a video, but it's okay. Both can be seen and, 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 and heard. And, you know, if you really like the show, that's what you do. So let's talk about, first of all, the year in the world. So this year was the first normal year we've had since the pandemic and i mean semi-normal like not really you know it's the new norm right but less people wearing masks um uh you know that that era seems to be kind of over not here so much i mean i still see people running with masks on people still in their car by themselves with masks on they're just ruined people at this point but not as many people sign them up for the for the boosters and you know it that kind of that fear has gone it, it was kind of a normal year i mean uh i i i of course we got a potential world war 3 catalyst you know and that that is what's happening in israel and um it certainly has people divided so we you know that's that was maybe one of the biggest things of this year it has the potential to involve more nations it quite possibly could get out of control you know and then again it may call calm down for a while. I mean, we've seen this kind of thing before. I really don't know. You know, um, I thought maybe the 2003 Iraq invasion would, would start World War Three, or even after actually when I think about like 9-11 right after that. I mean, everybody thought, well, here we're going to be in World War Three when we invaded Afghanistan, you know, so, or I don't want to say we I hate that term because that's them involving you as a nation. And I had nothing to do with it. Neither did you. Um, they they invaded okay i wasn't in the military uh so but none of that was world war three exactly but i can say that since the turn into this this century of psyops um it's been a war against the people so you so essentially really world war three uh happened a long time ago in that sense you know world war three was actually um a, a a real you know um it was a real thing and that it was a war against the people and a war against it's a, it's, it's been this information war and, and um, I'm happy to have been a part of this from kind of the beginning of at least that time period to, 
be awake through this time because seeing it from that perspective is, you know, created who I am on this mic, I guess you could say. Um, and it's helped me to, you know, live with this information for a long time. So I'm not uncomfortable about it at all, you know? Uh, but yeah, so what is happening in Israel? Um, I would say I is, is, I see a genocide of the Palestinian people and I'm not on any side of this conflict, but we must remember that people are dying on both sides and these are human beings and that's it. And that's what we have to think of because, you know, now we have, I see, uh, this division being pushed here, you know, even in the political spectrum in America and the West, you know, if you're, if you're, you know, I, it seems like the left is, um, you know, on the Palestinian side somewhat, I, you know, I don't even pay attention, but certainly the right side of politics who has been less fooled over the years because of the tie into Christianity, um, uh, you know, it, it, it's, um, you know, they're favoring the Israelis. And the thing is, is if God's people are killing people, then they're not living in God's world. Sorry, you know. And so mostly children are dying in Gaza and it's horrible. And um, but but really, we have to remember is the global elite using Israel and 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 the Israel is destroying Gaza. And and again, um, it's another and false flag situation or not false flag, but another allowed situation. You could say another breach and impenetrable security happen. And whenever that happens, look for the elites and what they're doing, um, whether it was 9-11 when and NORAD stood down. I mean, normally that cannot be pulled off. Like think of, think of, you know, it's just the one day that like things just didn't work. That's, that's how you can tell. Right. Or, I mean, there's probably, there's probably a ton more of, of, uh, examples of that right but look at the story here in hawaii with the alarm system in lahaina it didn't go off on the day of this horrible uh inferno and i'm sure you can find this in many other situations as well so but that's what i see happening and this happened now and we have this conflict in israel and i'm i'm not on, on, up on the latest at all over there i don't even watch news I don't even watch the alternative media barely. I don't because my time is limited. And honestly, I just, I just never have been that kind of guy that likes to be updated on the news. And maybe that would help this show if I was. And when real big things happen, I do do that. But when these kind of things happen that I don't really, that, that aren't super, super big, um, you know, the major big ones, then I might not cover it as much just because I like to look at other things um, my time is limited to, um, I like to hang out with the people I love and, you know, in the small increments of time, uh, create this podcast and other things. So, um, I don't get up on the latest news, but, but that's what I see is going on there. And that, that situation could spiral out of control and we could have, you know, more nations involved. And certainly it has world war three potential and we have to, um, you know, keep our eye on that, of course. But, you know, oftentimes when I listen to alternative media, it's a lot of speculation. And I've heard speculation for 25 years. Just I've, all, I've been awake to the, all this madness for tw nearly t coming up in this 2024, 25 years. That's just crazy to me to think that I've tipped the half-life mark now uh, to where I've been awake longer than I have not. And um, good, 
Yes. But anyway, I've seen so much speculation over the years that I, I take a seat back from all that. I'm not in the deep cuts of the alternative media and the current events. There's other shows for that. Okay. Uh, but um, where was that going with that? Um, well, the next thing is this year we saw a major milestone in the UFO disclosure, and we'll get more into that with the recap of, of the episodes of this year. And um, it, that was, that was huge. It just, it just doesn't, it, it does, doesn't seem like anyone cares. Um, it's weird. And I feel like there's something wrong with that, but remember this whole year was kind of interesting with that too. We had those um, objects, those, those objects shot down and the Chinese spy balloon. That was weird. And I feel like that was preconditioning for something they have planned. I, I don't know. It, it just is very, very weird. And then, and, and then there's the Ukraine war. Um, that's another thing that, that this year has continued with. And, you know, here's a war we've seen barely any footage of. I'm not saying it's not happening. It is happening. But I wonder what's the truth and what's lies at this point. Um, and I, you know, I, actually the best footage I actually saw, or at least that there's something really going on that's not just like a, you know, a, a news outlet was um, Nick, the Indigo Traveler. If you watch YouTube, he's, I, I like that show. Uh, just he goes all over this darkest corners of the globe basically um and he went there and yeah there were missiles going overhead so you know it's, it's um it is something's happening on the, over there and all i know is that the western world has given billions to that pedophile leader Zelensky, and it's major money money laundering and uh there's much more going on there with of course there's there's some labs there you know that create um more um you know, gain of function, this type of stuff. Whoops. And uh, yeah. So anyway, could, could this situation build into sending us troops? I've heard that it, it might happen. Um, uh, I, I was hearing earlier this year from some high up somebody, I can't remember that said at the end of the year, they're going to, you know, deploy us and European troops. And I believe that's kind of in the works. So when that happens, that could also be a, uh, uh, world war three um starter two and remember you know if you if you study some of the wars in the world wars you know um they've both been where there's multiple usually there's multiple conflicts going on at the same time and that creates a world war so then you have the you know and, and you know things could get heated quick we have a china russia alliance which probably would take over the world i mean at this point i don't know but like it would be, uh, I, I don't know. I see them as more focused and calculated and uh, ready for this kind of thing than the Western world. Um, the military's changed a lot, you know. Um, but, you know, again, we can't always look at the world as nation against nation because we have, uh, you know, as you saw through COVID, the whole world was pretty much on the same page. So we have to remember that too. And that these 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 conflicts are just lower level things, you know, that they want to do to escalate things to get their <clears throat> preferred uh, outcomes. Uh, and then there's China and Taiwan. You know, I don't I don't really know a whole lot about that situation. I mean, just it's but it is another potential uh, problem on the globe for sure. Uh, so 
No, we're not going. Definitely, we're not going anywhere great at this point. I mean, don't let this year and its lack of huge events lull you back to sleep. Um, you know, and that's just, this is something that really bothers me a lot of times. People should be fighting us hard or harder against this coming totalitarian force, just like you're in the heat of the battle of 2020 and 2021. You know, it that the people get you know, lull back sleep. And I hate that about humanity that when things ease up, people stop fighting and the battle we have in front of us is huge. And it's probably bigger than most of us can even handle at this point. And part of me thinks it's all meant to happen. We're all, we're meant to go through it. And, and, but that doesn't mean we, we, we don't fight, you know, people, people are just heavily dumbed down and distracted you know i mean i could probably do more too look look i I do this podcast but that's that's really not changing many things it's helping people's minds maybe hopefully is you know i know some of you say that and thank you and i appreciate that but you know i could probably do more but if i did it might turn my whole life upside down and i think is it worth me going to the extreme and being the only one dedicating my life around this huge fight I already dedicated quite a bit of it to it but like you know it you could lose everyone around me and possibly get incarcerated and although I wouldn't be going the route of violence but just just say putting my life in danger and those that I love and is it worth all that to find um nobody else as hardcore as I am to stopping this train coming you know and Besides that, if there's really no stopping it, why bother fighting that hard? You know, I, we need millions doing it, not just me and a few people you hear about and this alternative media, right? And, you know, there is bigger components to this. I, I, I think Bible prophecy has been coming true, and I speak to all belief systems on this podcast, so I don't isolate myself, but I, I see it. It's happening, but so is Hopi prophecy. Um there are other, you know, people like Nostradamus and things like that. So I think there is truth in a lot of places that are seeing the same thing. And I, I have to say, I don't like the mainstream Christian approach to the end times, which is basically do nothing and wait for Jesus to come back. And would Jesus not speak truth? That's, you know, that's all he did. So he asked people, be like me, basically, in other words. And well, there you go. Speak truth. It's, it's frustrating. So I speak truth because it's the right thing to do. You know, even if, if the battle can't be won by everybody and it's what we're meant to go through, and it's just part of this, this, this trend, this process and transition going through the Kali Yuga or what, and, and all these, you know, um, cycles, it doesn't mean you don't, you got to do the right thing in every situation. And, and so, um, that's why I keep doing this. As far as stopping what's coming, it's possible. And and that's why, too, I speak, because it is possible. But it'll take a lot more than what's being done. That's for sure. I mean, think about the generations of World War II or even the early 1900s and what they have. Would they have put up with this? You know, I mean, look at look at people like Biden and Trudeau and some of these premiers and governors that were just tyrannical and, and, and pushed so many draconian uh, laws and measures during pandemic, the pandemic. I mean, would, 
these people would be hanging in the town square already, like long ago, right? They would have just been skinned alive. I mean, the, the revolution would have came and went by now if those people in the early 1900s were putting up with, you know, these times because um, tyranny and treason has been being committed for a long time. And what, why today's people don't is because we've had that bred out of us from a long line of dumbed down generations, decade after decade of people just, you know, raising people, raising people that are not, um, you know, uh, that are not, uh, they're not raised with the principles, the, uh, and the true truth, you know? Uh, and of course it doesn't need to be violent this, but mass non-compliance and unifying, unifying large groups of people is all that it would really take, you know, stop infighting truth people and stop left, right fighting and, see the real situation and the real enemy and that could change you know um and 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 always of course convincing the the big part of the fight i mean you, we can you know wake up jim the accountant that lives down the street but it's the police and the military the order followers of civilization to stop following orders because they know that it's wrong and to realize and wake up to this. Those are the people that carry this stuff out every single thing, time. So there we have, you know, um, that. So 2023 was a year of kind of lulling back to sleep, in my opinion. It you know, um, uh, a lot of people even that do did that had podcasts that were big or were focusing heavily on podcasts because of the 2020 and, and being at home and stuff. A lot of those people, their, their stimulus ran out, they're back doing, you know, regular life. So um, a lot of people kind of have um, sort of, you know, fell back include, you know, but we should never fall back um, knowing what time it is. Right. I mean, we're just in between psyops, basically. That's what we are. We're in between psyops. So the year 2023 was, maybe a more fun year for some people. Um, I'll talk about the year for me. I didn't enjoy it, but uh, you know, it was more of like getting back to normal and having a, you know, a semi regular year. And if you're not looking at anything else and just doing regular life, it appears pretty normal, but let's not forget all the things that have been happening and continue to having all the deaths from the shot. Huge. And, that's not normal. So let's, let's, um, let's not be lulled back to sleep. We need to really like be vigilant, you know, and we'll talk about more, more about that. So, um, so that was the year looking at, you know, kind of the major milestones of the year, as far as all that concerned, uh, that I paid attention to, I'm sure there's some things I missed in there, but oh, well, let's talk about this year on the podcast. So 2023 was another great year for this podcast. Actually, um, it was a really good year. I hit the 10 year mark. That's something how, you know, how time flies. So now doing Chenet down a decade and, uh, and some, and, um, yeah, um, I, you know, I get this a lot too. <clears throat> You've been around that long. I never even heard of you. And that's just because it's just me. And for many years I gave you solo shows. Like, um, in fact, my guest count was pretty scant 
before I had the right equipment to even have guests on. I didn't want to bring guests on a show that, well, it's hard anyway, living in Hawaii to schedule guests, but add that into, um, and not having the right equipment for many years and just sort of, all I had was an iPad, but I still did it. And, um, and, uh, but anyway, um, I spent very little time promoting this podcast and I still do, you know, uh, I do not, I mean, spend time promoting it. So there, there is a lack of that. So you may, you know, a lot of people haven't heard of me, you know, where, where there's people that have gotten, you know, say like, um, like, uh, Sam Tripoli or, um, uh, Greg Carlwood, you know, those shows are huge or, you know, Freeman or, or, you know, those shows have been around. Well, Freeman was around a long time, but those other guys, they've been around pretty much as long as I have. Uh, but they, they spent all of their time on their craft. I have had a full-time job this whole time. So yeah, you haven't heard of me cause I don't promote things. So I just, I, um, and for those of you who follow me on social media, it's probably pretty boring too. Like, uh, I don't post much other than the latest episode and I just don't care. I basically just post the latest episodes and that's it. I hate social media and I probably hurt myself from not being better at promoting, but that I hope that some of you, you know, that, um, just listen and, and don't have the funds to help out the show. That's okay too. I totally understand and get it. But if you can just, you know, promote it yourself and, and, you know, uh, uh, help the algorithms of the show. That's the way it, we, I get heard more. Um, but what I do is I always try to make it the best possible listen. And I try to get better at it every year. And I think that's happened. So if you just found me too, I design these shows to be heard um, years from now. And maybe not this one so much because I'm talking about a time period, 2023, but most of them are for your broad information base on what's going on in the world to a degree and tips to help you navigate this insane asylum. And um, so, in fact, um, let me just show you something now here, the website of Chen It Down. Um, and uh, here, let me uh, bring up Chen It Down. And so if you're a new listener, I encourage you to, to, uh, I encourage you to, to listen to, uh, back log of, of archives because that's where a lot of the good stuff still is. So let me share the screen and here. So let's go, not that one, to chant it down. Here we are. So um, this is the main the main page, right? And but what you want to do is you want to go to the series of shows page. This series of shows page here shows you all the different series of shows. Shows you got the System Tentacles, my first series of shows, the Journey Home, and so when you see things in the arc in in the feed, which most of you listen to the Channel Down feed, and you see like part five of the journey home series then and you're like well where's part four and stuff this is where you go for that because i come back to these subjects so you have the journey home the people beyond series who we are outside the system the real skyfall about kim trails got a whole bunch of shows there um true awakenings you know it's an understanding of the root causes of the situation on planet earth 
tell lie vision visions, you know, basically just this, that show, I, that series has been about, you know, just your mind control, right. In your living room and the beyond earth series, exploring the UFO and extraterrestrial phenomenon, a look into the mysterious ancient past and the evidence of realms beyond typical day to day life. And I've forgot a lot in that series. You got, um, the, uh, raising kids in the new world order, uh, series and the EMF pollution series, Paranoid about survival, um, frustrated man and civilization. Just an honest reminder of the magnitude of insanity in our daily life. Those are like rant shows, you know, and you got understanding rebellion, talking about rebellion in history and just understanding it. And then uh, the whistleblowers, gatekeepers and charlatans. Nobody rides for free. Got three in there. Going to do some more uh, in the next year. Um, and the, the newest, uh, uh, series of shows, The Invisible Trail of Death. So I just wanted to show you that as, um, you know, um, if you've never, if you're a new listener and you've never gone to that. So uh, I just wanted to give you that. So anyway, I think my my audience may have doubled this year. Last year and this year were great for this podcast show. And I owe that to making friends with more podcasters. I, I never talk with many other podcasters on this show much before, like they say, like 2019. Um, and the reason I just never really networked much, but I'm glad that I did because that opened me up to a larger audience. So you might've found me through other podcasters or interviews. And that's why maybe you never heard of Chan it down as well, just because I didn't do that stuff much. So now that I have, and I'm glad that I have, um, I've been able to meet so many great people through this and um it's been good uh and really to and get inspired by other people doing it but before i had really no inspirations hardly i just did podcasts but all the the backlog of shows will help they're all about today and that's why i also do retro relevance which is re-releasing an old show once in a while just to kind of you know coax you yeah go back go all the way to 2013 and you won't be disappointed because this show has always been ahead of its time so let's talk about what are the standouts of this year's shows what are the big shows that i think are worth listening to uh that were really uh popular with all of you and i would start off with the very beginning show which was um last january um and it was with elana freeland and you know, Ilana Freeland is a is an expert in a very small field of knowledge that most people have no idea is happening, and and it's all about can, the transhumanist agenda, but also going into the um, the you know um, the submicron level of all this stuff being sprayed on us, uh, as well as. Uh, the EMF exposure and all of this kind of encompassing one picture. And because she's linked with the independent scientist, uh, Clifford Carnicom, uh, her information is real cutting edge. And very few people cover that. Like I cover the chemtrails a lot and I consider myself to be somewhat of an expert in that field, but like going into her work, like it's serious science and serious, serious stuff. And I recommend you do listen to that one. If you haven't already, uh, that was a great one. Uh, this year I connected, well, actually it was last year a little bit too, but I connected with William Ramsey. I had him on and that's great too, because um, he, we're 
exposing one of the most important issues of our our time, which is the fallout from the COVID shot. And and I had him on numerous times this year, and I, I was on his show a lot too. And I will continue to work with him on things as you heard last show about DARPA. Uh, he's he's great, and he has a great research mind. And um, I hope you tune into William Ramsey as well. Um, because that show he pumps out, he's a hard working guy. He pumps out like, I don't know, four shows a week or something, something crazy. So I was great. And I, I, um, and I continued, um, I, I, I continued the new series of shows that I just showed you a little bit ago. Um, oh, it's 11, 11, um, it called the invisible trail of death. And I had him on two of those and I'm up to four episodes now, four parts, but I've also included the um, black pill digest shows in there too, which was me, Sean McCann and William and probably in, and uh, there was a couple others on different shows, but yeah, that those are, I mean, that's one of the biggest things going on. Like we need to be talking about this. Nobody's talking about it. People are afraid to talk about it. Let's not. How many ambulances do I hear every day? Not everything single call is from that, but a lot of it is. I'm sure of it. And um, how many ambulances do you hear a day? I I mean, I hear a ton of them. And um, yeah, uh, it's it's uh, it's like that is to me, one of the most important things to be talked about in this time period that they stopped the world. And in order to get the world running again, to get back into society, you had to get this experimental shot. I mean, that's huge. And that's the thing, like 20 years ago, if I was talking to if I was talking like this on a show, people would think I'm nuts and they would honestly think everything that I'm covering is bullshit. And yet now I'm talking about real life. <laughs> so anyway, so I, I took a month off or so this year, I think it was February <clears throat> and I got into other things, you know, doing this show and having a full-time job can be kind of hectic. And I just sort of needed to work on other things. I may do some more hiatuses at times to keep myself sane, um, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> um, and focus on other aspects of my life, such as the documentary. But um, yeah, I, I will have to keep that as a safe button for me is to take some hiatuses because lately I've been I've been actually doing a show a week, which is great, but I can't really do that all the time. Um, and I'll explain why later. But one of my biggest solo shows this year was what happened to Cobalt Blue Skies. And I thought it went really well. And I got many downloads and many people, many of you loved it. And it, I think it's one of the best breakdowns about chemtrails and geoengineering and all the aspects of that out there, period. Um, uh, not trying to boast myself, it, but it's not about that. I, but it's, it's, it's a pretty solid talk for anyone who wants to get into that topic. You know, because I start from very, very basic and I go to complex, uh, you know, things that are hard to swallow, but it's for everyone. And if you know anyone who is sold on the official version of climate change, they need to see or hear it. Um, I recommend seeing this as a video, and that would be on my Odyssey and Rumble channels, uh, which, um, you know, we we I, I did a lot of slides on that show and 
that would be the best way to see that. But hear it too is good. You know, it's important. It's a huge issue. And honestly, it's one of the biggest elephants in our living room. And um, so I was able to kind of take a culmination of all the the different shows that I've done. And then the real Skyfall series and all the, the you know, 20. I, I saw my first Kim Trail in 1998 and knew it wasn't right. So so all those years in wrapped up into one. So I, I hope you enjoyed that show. And if you haven't, and you need to, then you need to get up on that show. I think it's one of my better shows by myself. Uh, had NY Patriot on this year. NY Patriot, uh, he gave his, basically it's just his story talking about how he got into an occult order. And, um, you know, it was about his, his experience. Just, I just let him, you know, tell the story. Uh, and basically what I got out of it, and maybe you did too, is that, playing with magic is no joke. Like most people can't handle it. So I know a lot of people that use like tarot cards and, um, you know, kind of like, uh, play around dabble, not heavy into the cult or anything, but just, you know, little things like that. I don't think everybody should be doing that. Um, I think you need to be, you know, you're messing with a world that we don't know about. And so anyway, I thought that was a, a, a good episode. I don't, I don't know how many people it, it was a, I think I got quite a few listens on that too. And another standout show this year that you guys really liked, I got a ton of downloads on and, and it's definitely a worthy show was a solo show I did called three psyops in the truth community. And I'm sure I pissed off a lot of people and it needed to be said all of it. And so first I went into the Q and Trump PSYOP. And I think today many people can get on board with that now. Now, I never said for sure that, you know, I, I mean, I think, I, I don't know, like I'm still like, I'm, I don't believe in government. So, so for me, it's like, I have no stake in Trump, but I'm, like I'm saying, like, I think he might be from a different faction of elites or he truly is a, um, a rebel, or is he just working with them as um, controlled opposition? Now, I know many people think that, and I kind of bounce back in between not sure because the media hates him. Um, every, you know, the W, the World Economic Forum hates him, you know, and and it just seemed like it just seemed like he sort of thwarted their plans. But not to say I'm going to even get on that side of things. But, but again, the Q thing was definitely for people to stand down. And it was a psyop for sure. And I, you know, and all that, I chanted it down on that show. First, first that, then the flat earth psyop. And I know that there are many people out there that think the earth is flat. And if you think it's flat, I still like you. You, you know, you're, I don't have any problems with you. I mean, as far as like a person, I still like you, but you, you won't like me at the end of that show or even, or even this one. I mean, talking now, to me, it's an obvious psyop to divide the truth community. It came in out of nowhere and it was everywhere. And that is a common thing with um, a lot of these kind of things that pop into our lives. It's like all of a sudden it's this big thing, you know? So, I mean, honestly, you know, I don't want to get into it too much here, but please listen to my points in that show. If you're a flat earther, we can still be friends. In fact, that's, that is 
doing the elites a big disservice if we can all be friends and just have an honest discussion rather than fighting, you know? Um, my points in that show are definitely going to get a flat earth to thinking a bit. And certainly, I mean, I'm no science person um, uh, or math person more like, you know, that's not my forte, uh, but, but I have a lot of common, like, I mean, there's, there's a lot to that, you know, um, but I have a lot of just common points that should not be skipped over, you know, and I'm sure a lot of these flat earthers, they have answers for all that, but it's, I'm sick of that psyop. You're wasting your time. If that's your main focus, it's not the biggest truth in the world. Sure. NASA is lying. I agree. All the institutions are lying to us, all of them, but what is the genuine motive of trying to hide the shape of the earth? Um, you know, and it's a can of worms. So, so save it for that show, but seriously, like, if NASA and these agencies can make you think that space is fake because they're giving you fake videos, they will because they don't want you to really see what's going on up there. I've seen crazy stuff um, just looking at the skies. And I've seen videos where people go from a, uh, a uh, looking at the moon, they go from a, a, a telescope and zoom right into the moon and you see spaceships flying over giving a shadow on the moon i mean you know th that's not made up stuff um a lot's going on up there that's why they're not showing you that's why they gave you a fake moon landing where we've been up there or they've been up there that's you know there's so much to look at there but anyway can of worms save it for that show listen to it if you haven't and of course i did a third psyop which was um the 20 and back super soldiers and and the Pentagon disclosure rollout. And I hit people in many directions with that show. Uh, but the 20 and back super soldiers, that one is, uh, you know, it's like it makes everything else look stupid when you get into that. So all those th three points, Q, Flat Earth, and 20 and back super soldiers are all there to make people that are into this information from the outside look stupid. And that's the idea. So that you people from the outside go, ah, you think the earth is flat too? Ah, forget that. And they dismiss all this information. So uh, another show is, that I did this, this year that I thought was interesting was having Barbara Lamb on as a guest. Um, and she diving into hypnotic aggression coming from that corner of the abduction phenomenon. And it's a real phenomenon. I, I may not have agreed on it with everything she said, but there's certainly some legit things to it all. And, and she sees it from that point of view. And that's how she came into that world. So it certainly has its uh, points that are very good. And, you know, just to hear, um, you know, there's so many people that come with these, these uh, situations. There's a siren in the background. You know, it's all freaking day long. Uh, well, I did a, a, Great couple of swap casts with Trippin from Unlocking the Code. And we'll talk about the second one later. But the first one, we, we always do great collabs in, into some of my favorite subject matter. And I always like doing stuff with Trippin. We dove into the, the Ark of the Covenant this year, which was not exactly the deepest dive. We both discovered that through the research. But, um, but very thorough and interesting. You know, everything you pretty much want to know about that we pretty much covered it and um it was great uh to 
link and I'll continue to link with Triffin on shows that we cover about, you know, some really good stuff. And so if you haven't ever um, gone over to unlocking the code, he's been around for a long time too. And he's given, you know, his take of a lot of great information, mainly about megalithic sites and, and the ancient past and stuff. And that's, like I said, my favorite information to go over because that leads to the biggest truths on planet earth. And I think ultimately in the big picture, a lot of that stuff is really the most important stuff. Uh, if we can, you know, get past, you know, some certain things that is some of the most important stuff. I had on Brandon Williams this year. Brandon Williams was a surprise guest. I got recommended him by his booking people once in a while, some booking kind of company or whatever, um, has me, uh, you know, in mind to, for somebody and not always do I, I take people like that. Uh, his description of what he talked about was a lot different than what I was prepared to talk about. So I came in pretty blind and naked sort of to it. It became a workshop on how to get free from the American tax slavery system. And that that's the most off guard I've been on a show. Um, yet it was my most listened to show of 2023. So um, I could have probably done a better job had I known a little more about the information he was going to give me, but whatever you like, you guys liked it and it probably um, attracted people outside that wouldn't normally listen to this show. So uh, welcome. But if you want to write me, let me know how it went if you did the changes um, to your status. Um, I still haven't put any of that into action from that video. And the simple reason I don't want to change my passport is because I like to travel international. And if I change something like that and can't and get to a country and they're like, uh, nope, uh, that would suck, right? So um, I'm a big traveler and I love to, when I can, afford uh travel places. And so in anyway, if any of you have taken those steps through that and it's helping you out, you'll write me at uh, peoplebeyondthis at gmail.com. I'd like to know um, how it's going for you because, you know, it would be great not to pay taxes and it'd be great not to. Um, and and it really, it shows, it shows you how the elites view you as a, um, as a pawn in this because it, they think you're stupid and many people are, but they think that if that's how they think of you as, as um, in the legal system is basically an entity that they can sell your name off in all caps. So um, good stuff. Definitely a good episode, surprise episode. Didn't know what I was diving into, but you know, maybe some of those are kind of fun because you come with me on that journey too. Another great episode this year was with Sean McCann and James Cordner, and we came for a true chant down of the police and the corruption of the police. And both guys know a great deal into natural law and freedom, and they came correct on that episode. Um, and Sean always comes correct, uh, and I continue. I have continued to work with him all year. Uh, both of those guys um, have excellent material on their shows, so if you're not familiar uh, James Cordner's show is a Hitchhiker's Guide to Truth, and Sean McCann is uh, Wake the Dead. Both shows dive into some deep stuff that I think are some fundamental truths that we all need 
to uh, be looking at. And so um, you'll see Sean on quite a few things I've been doing with him and vice versa. So uh, continue to do that. So great, good show this year. And another solo show I did this year um, that many of you liked was Incremental ghetto the Fabian Way. And it was an episode I did that was a breakdown of how the West has been demoralized and broken down by design. And has the world ever been, the Western world, been demoralized slowly? And that's, it's a big problem with um, our modern civilization. It's a big problem with the generations is they don't understand where they're at in history. They don't understand how their generation is a product of being dumbed down by dumbed down people, raised by dumbed down people. And on down the line, it's come from where it's been done slowly. It's the Fabian way. And it's that slow Fabian style of transforming your country. And many of you love that one. And so um, I think it is uh, a worthy listen. You know, I don't usually promote me as a speaker as much, but you know, if it's, it was a standout with you guys and I thought, well, it is an important message, especially for people that are just like, I don't know, people that are younger than me specifically. Um, a lot of millennials are pretty deep in the uh, propaganda and they don't even realize where it came from. Um, and there's many people in every generation like that, mine too, where they don't realize the, the propaganda they believe has been brought into their generation and they just, you know, they were eating up the lies of that time period. That's what it's all about, you know? And so it's great to show people that one um, that just kind of don't realize their position in time. That's the problem is people don't have a long view of history. And that's a huge problem is that people just focus on now and they don't think about a large picture, you know? This year, I gave you a string of guests that are promoting health. I gave you some great, um, I think, some great people that came to me. And, and um, I like to be able to give you that info as much as possible because here we do talk about some dark stuff on Channel Down. And then we also, I also want to, you know, put in the position of this show. Another function of this show is to promote your health and well-being and and your vitality and one show was Tom Palladino uh, and he um, works with scalar waves, not weaponry, but scalar waves. And um, I think that that show got kind of slept on. I've noticed that these empowerment shows get more slept on than the stuff that's about the dark things and, you know, the predictions and whatnot, you know, I don't know, but like, um, yeah. Yeah. Check him out. I think he's doing a great work. Um, and then Christian Yard Yardinoff and his his whole plan um, promoting health and giving you, uh, you know, a whole workshop for you to um, to cleanse yourself. And he's a great host all the way from Portugal. And another show, jumping ahead in time a little bit, but that goes in this category too, is with Seb, Seb Bland. And Seb has a lot of great tips for, you know, living um, in, in good health and, and uh, you know, real, real good cleanses and stuff like that. And I, I hope 
most of you, I hope a lot of you got into that show. I think that show got pretty good listens, but yeah, that kind of stuff helps out, you know? And, and I, I just think that like that needs to be a part of this show and continue to is, is the health promoting side because we live in such a toxic world. So get yourself healthy. I think cancer is on the rise in, and many autoimmune diseases. And, and this is not even people that took the clot shot. This is just people that like you and me, you know, so everything's pretty unhealthy at this time. And I think those, those um, episodes can be of value to you. Definitely. Then there was episode 240, the uh, congressional UFO hearing truth or psyop. And I had Neil Gower on not long before, and I wish I would have had him on after actually to discuss this one more, but um, you can listen to that one too, uh, because we were kind of talking about what something big coming and then this thing came. So then you have that. So this was a breakdown of that congressional hearing. And I gave both sides of the equation. Is it truth or is it psyop? Um, I even started a, um, I even started a, uh, uh, it was a poll or a survey to people who listened on Spotify. If you listen there. Uh, and I asked, I think about, I think most people, uh, voted that it's a psyop. And since then, you know, I have found David Grush to be a fairly normal guy. Um, so, you know, I, at the time I was skeptical of him more because we hadn't seen much of him, but then he was on this YouTube channel called the guy's name is Jesse Michaels or Mitchell's. I think it's Mitchell's. Um, and he, he was talking about, uh, he had him on and, and this guy gets on big guests. I mean, you know, he's got on people like um, uh, Graham Hancock and, you know, he, I don't know if he has a lot of money or what, but uh, I mean, I don't think I could get David Grush on this show, but this guy gets on big guests. And anyway, uh, and he hangs out with David Grush all day and either he's a seriously good actor or he's like a normal guy trying to do the right thing. And that's kind of what I came up with just, you know, you can see it for yourself and you make up your own decision. But we have to factor in that this whole UAP, this UAP thing, is basically trying to wipe out and separate itself from 70 plus years of evidence into what we call UFOs. And well, you know, of course, that's not mentioning thousands of years in ancient history. And, we're, you know, but if we're just going to get into the modern thing, I don't like how that that her term, which I think Hillary Clinton uh promoted too. I don't like how that is coming out. And that's what I put in the three psyops in the truth community as well is the UAP rollout rather than looking at this whole thing. I don't think David Grush is actually promoting that. I kind of think he's just a genuine guy. And, but um, I don't know. Um, my biggest shock in it all though, at the end of the day with that, with not with that show that I did, but with that the congressional hearing is nobody cares like this was really big news and yet nobody is even talking about it you know things that i was like a kid when i was a kid like are they ever going to announce that there's ufos and aliens they announced there's ufo and it's an aliens and nobody nobody cares you know and i i guess it's because it's not the number one headline or it's the media didn't promote it that way so when it, you know, if the media promoted it like COVID, then it would be, then it would be, I would be even leaning more to a psyop 
course. But is it a slow drip to fake disclosure? And it's and it's just being been going on in the background of many people's lives for a while and then boom. And so it's not just coming out of nowhere. And, you know, and I would say possibly, but if not, you know, where the fuck are people's heads at? Like, seriously, they told you we're not alone, you know? And I agree. I want more evidence. I want physical evidence. And if it's coming from the Pentagon or any government body, yeah, you don't want it. But I think there's more layers to this. And I think, and, and I have to, you know, they have to, I don't know, but yes, like the government, they have to, I mean, the media, they have too much trust to earn all of it. You know, the damage that the government and media has costed will never be earned back in many people's opinion. I, I would say, and, but watch next year for more of this. I think, I think the UAP rollout by people like Luis Alizondo is a psyop. Two weeks after he's in the CIA, he's talking about it. Like, no, I don't think so. But David Grush and those two pilots might be actually genuine disclosure. And it might be coming from two different channels. And I've heard I've heard many sources now that there are actual groups behind the scenes that want honest disclosure. And some want to keep it under wraps. Others want to do it for nefarious purposes. And you decide, you know, but... I think it's much more layered than it's just it's just Project Blue Bee. You know, that's one guy saying it a long time ago, and the credibility is kind of yeah, you know, it, it's uh, uncertain, right? We kind of talked about that guy. Um, all right, guys. So uh, if if and I feel that there's many in the alternative media who want to keep this in a cute little package and dismiss everything, and. I don't think it's like that. Although I want to play for you a video and I want to, this is, this is kind of like about next year possibility. I don't want you to get too wrapped up in this opinion at all. In fact, um, my bullshit meter goes off. So, but I want to play for you this video so you can see for yourself um, what you think of this and how this may play or not play in um, certain ways. So I'm going to play for you this video here. It's titled um, CIA agent confesses on deathbed. Um, here, I'll just. Yeah, he confesses on deathbed. Billions will die in 2024. And. I feel that this is clickbait, but I, the reason I'm playing, I have a, there's a method to why I'm playing this. So I'm going to do that for you here. Um, hold on. Let me just, yeah. Okay. Share screen. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Process have formulated the final stage of their sinister plan. In the year 2024, a global event will alter the course of mankind's future. The world will stand witness to a massive alien invasion. Thousands of projected holographic alien warships will blanket the skies, sending people into a global panic. Real military crafts within the holograms will inflict actual damage to the surrounding areas to sell the gimmick. And as a result of the ensuing human chaos, a one-world government will immediately form without any resistance from the people. They will be the new world order. Once this happens, 
We as a people will be doomed to enslavement and accelerated depopulation. With that said, the only hope for human salvation is to acquire and spread the knowledge of these activities and agendas. Resist, retaliate, and conquer this imposing enemy. The time is now, as humanity is rapidly approaching its final days. So, I don't know. Um, I don't like that fear porn kind of stuff. And to me, it, I don't know. Um, can we actually trust this guy? You know, even the, even the video is clickbait. There was no deathbed confession. It's a guy reading. And yeah, he, he predicted COVID would happen in 2017. And he was a little early. Um, but who is this guy really? And can you really, can you really trust anybody from the CIA that said they were in the CIA and that they're not in the CIA and, and then they're going to tell you the truth. I have a, a theory and I've said it before once in the CIA, always in the CIA, like a Marine say once a Marine, always a Marine. Well, this is much more connection. You don't just get away from that agency. I just don't feel like it. And so that's why you have to be vigilant, you know, and, and could it happen in 24, 24 next year? Well, I don't know. Um, I think it is much more layered than it's just, a project bluebeam. And I feel that there's many in the alternative media who want to keep this in this little cute package and dismiss everything and write it off as the elites playing the big alien card. And there is no populated universe and it's just us. And I've looked at, look, I, you know, I, I do, I, I look at people that talk about that and I, I give them credit for being, um, for being, uh, you know, uh, very shrewd in their research and, you know, um, wanting to get to the truth. The UFO thing is not something you can just get a nice picture from. Um, I've looked into the UFO component of this global conspiracy conspiracy for decades, and I've read many of the important books and I've had a long time to think about it. And I, and it's like, well, I see a lot of people debunking all this stuff without doing that real diligent research and considering all the many possibilities and variables. And I think most people will be in for a surprise awakening when they realize that there is a lot of truth to this component that people are so much dismissing these days. You know, it's easy to write it off. It's easy to put it in a little package and, and just tie it up and say, bullshit, you know. But honestly, when we look at thousands of years back in history, there's too much evidence of an intelligent, lost civilization that are scholastic version of linear history is a complete cover-up. It's a complete cover-up of our origins. And is that not the most important info we can know, our origins? And I've gone over that on this show. Listen to episodes, I believe it's 193 and 192, 4, or 192 and 193, somewhere, no, yes, 193 and 194 I, as a two-part uh, series, you know, uh, the origins of humanity. You know, even if it's painful, you know, even if it slightly alters your view uh, in religion or changes science, it doesn't mean there's no God or, it, you know, it changes how we all think. Isn't it the, that the most important truth? And so, really, I feel like a lot of people that are debunking the UFO um, 
the alien thing, the, you know, whether they're aliens or we're going to, you know, uh, or demons or whatever, uh, semantics you want to, uh, you know, put these things into, it doesn't matter. I think it's the most important thing. And the people that debunk it so much, I feel like they're just in fear more of a bigger world that actually exists. And I've been okay with that for decades. You know, I've accepted it and that's fine. So I told you I'd rant today, um, but you decide with this stuff, of course. But I think really that's why I've covered so many shows in the Beyond Earth series, because I believe that there is undeniable truths in history as well as present day. And it's the thing that they have the biggest truth in raps. It's like, they don't want, some people don't want this to come out. Some people want, you know, some of it to come out. There are different factions behind the scenes, I believe. And I believe we were a open society at one time. As you look into Zeptepi, if you look into uh, the Sumerian Kings list, you look into these old times when the gods walked among us. And that would be the world where we got the pyramids, where we got all these megalithic sites. And that would be where a lot of our origins come from. A lot of answers to our mysteries come from. And it's not to be ignored. It's not to be looked at and dismissed as Project Bluebeam. There's so much here to look at. And it's... It's like you can't that there's there's a whole set of history that's been forgotten and left behind giants, um, you know, beings of all sorts. I think we lived in an open world and then we were quarantined off. And now we're in a time when this is going to be revealed because technologically humanity is advanced. But I think they got this technology from back engineering some of these crashed crafts and things like that as you'll see how the progression of computers came from out of nowhere, right? Not long after we had these uh, supposed crashes, but I think there's a lot to that. And I talked about that on the last episode about DARPA uh, at the, uh, you know, um, the outro. Um, so definitely a lot to that. All right. You decide with that stuff, but that that's a huge thing that happened last year and I kind of planned to rant on it anyway. And so here I am. So I rant that I did. All right. Because if you look at the skies, oh, whoops. If you look at the skies long enough, you will see lots of anomalies and, you know, listen to the episode jumping ahead a little bit. I did last month with Trusika. If you haven't, uh, it's another hit for this year, but you know, looking at the skies at night, I know it's cold where probably a lot of you live, do it anyway, put on something warm on a clear night and just, just, Start viewing these anomalies. They're not all satellites. Satellites don't stop on a dime. And, you know, there's a lot of things that happen up there. Uh, I did another swap cast with Triffin. And this is related to what I was just talking about. We covered humanity's timeline, the ancient cover-up, and I and Eridu. Uh, I talked, we talked, well, I, I label it as it all started in Eridu. And it is one of our best swap casts and we will continue to do next year with more projects. I'm sure uh, trying to come co uncover our ancient history, which is way more than we know. And, you know, there there's some, um, 
I, I there's so much you know we I've already said about it, but it's like humanity's timeline is much different than we probably think, and it really needs to be discussed. And I think we'll probably continue to discuss some of that stuff because there's so much more. So like I say, like working with Triffin, um, excellent stuff coming out of unlocking the code and we, you know, put our minds together and we talk, you know, on the quite, quite often, you know, we're going to do another show and um, continue to flesh great subjects out. So that was a, that was a great one. I think that was a fifth pod uh, swap cast I had with him. And of course we can't forget the two episodes I did with Ole Demigard on the Lahaina fire massacre. Um, incredible work he uncovered. It's best if you watch the video of part one on the Odyssey and you and rumble channels. I can't put this stuff on YouTube. It just gets taken off. So what's the point, right? So these um, video shows, these, these videos are important too. Um, so if you haven't already to subscribe to rumble and odyssey at chant it down, uh, I think you should, I think rumble's chant it down radio. I started it a long time ago. But it, it, anyway. Um, so, uh, you know, he did incredible work and he doesn't live here and yet he uncovered so much stuff that happened in Lahaina, put that together with stuff I've already said, um, put that together with stuff that's happened. Um, you know, uh, you can you can put together quite a picture with that. It is a huge deal here in Hawaii. And I also did the third episode with him this year uh, for a total of three episodes. So this one was for beginners. Um, and please share that one out. That was just a few episodes back. Um, you know, layer peeling of our reality, I, I called it. Because basically, I wanted to ask an OG... He's a true OG, you know, actually he's been at it longer than David Icke. Um, I wanted to ask a true OG like him, how you explain this to newcomers, people that don't know this information. And I hope you can use that too. And I always like to throw out these tools like that show, um, uh, the, what happened to Cobalt Blue Skies um, and a few other things I've already mentioned for people that need to latch on to this information, but they're just not quite there, these shows hopefully can help those people. I don't know. And I didn't mention every single show I did this year. I had some good solo shows and live streams you might like. Um, uh, one that was pretty well liked back. I mean, you know, like m m marginally liked, you know, it wasn't like a huge hit, but was, um, uh, God, I forgot the name of it. Um, it was uh, about the cashless society coming in. I mean, that's something we need to be focusing on. That was a live stream I did. Um, God, I can't remember the title. Uh, anyway, uh, check that out if you haven't. Um, some of the stuff I've done this year. And, um, and of course, the last episode on DARPA. I mean, <laughs> you know, that is an agency you need to be paying attention to. And um, so... Uh, I'll continue to do great work with William, but you know, anyway, I, that was this year. Uh, what I, I think, what are, what I think are the most important subjects I covered this year. Um, you know, um, so that, that was kind of, it was a great year for Chen it down. Podcasting can get tough at times. And, and at least for me, um, scheduling and, all the hours of prep for a show, all the things you don't see the back end of things. 
um, especially live streams, uh, putting together s- slides and, and trying to put together a structured talk. So I don't ramble so much like I probably am on this show. Um, but, you know, I'll talk more on this too, about, you know, podcasting and how it can be kind of, a uh, it can be a downer at times when scheduling doesn't work. I, I mean, another show I did this year, it took like 10 attempts um, because of scheduling, you know, over in the UK was with General Lee, um, the swap cast I did uh, with him and uh, Dave Petrella. That was a very interesting conversation. And um, anyway, uh, that show, um, you know, it's no one's fault. It's just that scheduling is hard. So, um, yeah, that can be take up a lot of time with. So the back end of podcasts you don't see or hear about is it, it can be it can, you know, just to even release a show for me, you know, going and and uh, editing and, um, you know, putting in on the audio like I do with the uh, the music and the intro and outro. It all takes time. And then, you know, writing a descriptive paragraph and then show notes for you. And, you know, this is all like time consuming. So there is times that I don't want to always do it, you know, because it's a lot to do. But then again, it's a great thing. So 2024 should be really good um, for this when I talk about uh, this, the podcast in 2024. Uh, So I want to play for you. Um, We're going to talk about. 2024 in a little bit, but I thought I'd give you a head start. This guy, his name, I it, it I'll, fi- I'll figure it out. But it it's um a guy. He's a psychic, and he's basically channeling um and kind of just spouting out stuff. You don't have to take him too serious, but um this is what he's getting about 2024, and I think we need to all be thinking that you know we're in the times that many things could happen, but this guy is awake at least. And um, I'm going to play for you what he has to say. And then I'm going to talk about what 2023 was like for me. Then we'll get into our 2024 predictions and all that. So we'll start first, start off with this guy. Um, and his name is not on here, but uh, interesting enough. I'll, I don't know, but, you know, just listening to someone that's just kind of channeling, it's kind of interesting. Um, we'll uh, check it out here. Changes for humanity, major changes that many will suffer through as many in humanity do not like change. The changes that are coming will be sudden and abrupt in the month of January will start off with quite a bang. The energies of January will bring about many big endings as we begin to continue to see leaders drop from power. Many lives, especially in the political realm, will be in grave danger as we begin to see many of them being taken out before our eyes. As so many new changes of power come between 2024 and 2025, it is important to understand that no change is easy for anyone. All right. That was one of them. Um, let me see if I can find. Okay. There's a little bit more to that too. I wanted to 
A little bit more to that. I wanted to uh, play for you here. <clears throat> and okay, exit full screen. Okay, sorry guys. Now he's going to talk about some other stuff too. I, I just take it with a grain of salt with this guy. Okay. All this stuff I'm playing for you. Cause I, I know planet and something that we will witness in the United States of America, as well as that begins to split into its own separate nations over the next decade and even sooner. Great chaos will occur in the United States, especially as we get through the summer months and closer to the election season. The 2024 election in the United States will go in a direction that no one would have ever guessed. Again, shocking people as the elections did in the year 2016. There's several potentials that lie on the table as several candidates that are running in 2024's lives are in danger. More than one would think, and not just Donald Trump. Beware if they call it something health-related, as there's other methods of making sure they clear people out of their way without looking so suspicious. But at the same time, they want to make a statement by taking somebody out, right. like they did JFK. All right, let's see about right here. Luckily, it will be repaired in some time, but again, many will suffer without goods as this causes a higher inflation to occur. The economy in 2024 is something that will be the highlight of 2024 <laughs> as you begin to see your dollars disappear. They will begin pushing even further the mandatory digital system. Many big corporations and chains will be forced to take no cash at all. Why you begin to witness in okay, 2020? That's pretty much the points I wanted to get out of that. Uh, <clears throat> so take it with a grain of salt. But, you know, he also, I think, goes on to talk about AI, um, you know, cashless stuff coming in big and like i was just saying a little bit ago that is definitely part of this coming into our reality is is this um social crediting system cashless society run by ai everything automated not good not good but yeah explosive events um and it, it's it's possible that you know january could start off with a bang we talked about that on on the um a show I just forgot to, I forgot to mention, um, but with uh, legit bat and uh, Nate from reality ours, you know, I, I wanted to ask them as, as a precursor to sort of this, that what they think is going to happen, especially in America next year. And it could be big. It's an election year. You bet it's going to be big, but we'll get into more of that in the 2024 um, talk. But before that, I just want to talk about a little bit what 2020 three was like for me before I, we headed in that direction. That was a little preview for me this year sucked. Okay. Uh, maybe some of you listening, remember the episode I labeled as the cancer industry. And there I 
said on the air, I got diagnosed with lymphoma this year. Very unexpected. Um, lymphoma is a blood cancer. It comes in, it's, it's cancer of your lymph nodes. Um, so it was a tough year. I mean, in my opinion, 2023 can go fuck itself endlessly. That was a shit year. I, I haven't updated you guys in a while. So I wanted to do that on uh, today, but, um, I had to break down and go mainstream medical and it, it was, you know, this, the problem with these lymphomas is you don't feel like you have anything. I didn't feel sick, you know, maybe a little bit more tired now that I think back on it, but that's about it. And I was stage four by the time I got diagnosed. Um, and let me clarify that for some of you, it's not like I had stage four lung cancer or uh, some other type of cancer. It's, it's lymphoma. It just means it's in four sections of the body. No, no big organs or anything. So not bad really, but not good. Okay. The thing is lymphoma is actually very treatable these days. And I looked at it into many ways of alternative treatment. Cause you know me, um, I didn't want to do that, but time wasn't on my side. There wasn't this one big thing that can't, that was, here's the silver bullet plan to, get rid of it without getting chemo, you know, but what I owe is a great friend who coached me through what he had been through. He had lymphoma and he went the mainstream route, you know, um, and although I was resistant, there was never this great alternative plan on my lap. I tried Rick Simpson oil, but that alone didn't seem to make a difference. And my time I think was running out as my blood, um, count was getting worse and, you know, I have some listeners who wrote me and were offering all kinds of alternative treatments and tell me to do this and that. And thank you. But the problem is until you're actually in this situation, you can't judge from the outside. It's just, you cannot, um, people are well-meaning and trust me, I, it's not in my DNA to want to get chemotherapy, but it actually worked. And as of now, I'm not quite done with treatment, but I'm in complete remission. It's gone. Um, and so good. Right. And I, I, I think I owe that to people's prayers and people's, um, you know, and, and having a positive attitude and my friend again, uh, helped me through this it's gone. And after I'm finished, um, I know I have as of now one more, um, uh, treatment and I, I'm doing a cleanse after that. And, washing what I put in my body from now. And, you know, I thought I was pretty good before when I, you know, ate and put stuff in my body, but I can always do better. And yeah. So as of this recording, I've had five rounds of chemo, no radiation and more, one more round to go. I'm not getting radiation or anything like that. And some people ask me, you know, like, what does chemo feel like? it messes with your energy levels and it messes with my stomach. Um, it messes with your appetite. Um, I think it depends on the individual, but it wasn't terribly debilitating, but certainly fucks with you. And it's kind of like having the flu. And for anyone who is chemically depressed, I'm not, but if you are, it would be really hard on someone like that because it puts you in a kind of a state, like nothing excites you. And makes you, you know, that the normal things you look forward to in life and that inspiration is not there. So for me, it's, um, it's every 20 days I get another cycle and, and, you know, you feel, you get it, you feel crappy and tired and 
um, you get it, you know, you get starting feeling good again, then you go back for another round. So it's kind of a roller coaster. Um, but it has come a long way since what you see in the movies and they monitor you constantly and you, you get, they get you on pre-meds. And for me, my particular illness, it, it's pretty, it's actually pretty effective. So if you have any blood cancers like me or breast cancer or thyroid cancer, those at early stages, chemo can actually take care of that. And so am I siding with mainstream medical industry? No, I'm not. Um, but as, as conspiracy people, we tend to get closed off to nuance. This is like I talked about with the UFO, uh, you know, um, ufology and, and all that. I, I see that a lot. Uh, I, I see it a lot in a lot of categories with people just dis, dismiss everything. You can't do that. You have to come with more nuance. Yes, the jab was a bioweapon. COVID was a fraud. And yes, chemo is a massive moneymaker. And I'm sure the elites have the cure for cancer somewhere. I'm sure they do. But some sometimes you have to pick and choose from Western medicine. It's not all bad, but it's not all good. It's probably like 60-40 or 70-30 bad versus good, probably. you know. Um, with my situation, though, I had to choose this. And I absolutely didn't want to, but it's almost over now. And yeah, this year has been maybe the most challenging year of my life, you know, up there with the most. I mean, let me list off. I lost my cat, one of my best friends. Uh, my son was in the hospital. Um, some loved ones are not doing great. Uh, can my computer broke just a few weeks ago. My phone broke. I'm like, you know, when it rains, it pours. And I'm not saying any of this to generate sympathy. We're, we're here on earth to grow. Be thankful for these low times, these hard times. As much as they suck, we have to know what it's like to lose in order to win. And we're here to build. And building takes pain. If you want to put muscles on your body, you got to build, you know, physically do it. If you want to learn how to do something, you have to, you know, put in the time to learn and study, you know? So all these things in life that are painful, um, you know, sometimes they're meant for a reason and we just don't see it right offhand. So um, this year sucked and I hope 2024 to be a better year for me and everybody else too. So let's get into 2024. So, what are my predictions for 2024? Um, well, I plan on having the best year possible to make up for this year, you know, but we talked a bit about this on 254 with legit bat and, and Nate from reality czars on the round table. The elites are, the, the elites are going to do what they're going to do. You know, they're going to, they're going to, you know, it's like, there's not any resistance that I can see going on, you know, um, maybe there is inside resistance that we don't see. And that's what I mean. The world is more nuanced and more layered. There might be good people behind the scenes. I'm not saying Q, but like there actually might be people that are battling this that we don't even ever hear about. Right. So, but the elites are going to do what they're going to do. And we can't let that stop your life. Even if it certainly could stop your life, like 2020, um, many, many people predict it's going to be a big year. Um, I, that something big is going to happen. Um, even Tucker Carlson, like him or hate him. I, you know, I, I still, I don't know. I, he's, he's, he's actually proved to be, to be okay. Uh, but who knows? Like there's this upper part of the alternative media. Now I, I like to call it the mainstream, um, 
alternative media that that um, is sometimes questionable, right? But uh, or maybe they just don't have a bigger scope of things. But uh, maybe they're in search for the truth too, and some people like him. But anyway, he's saying things like you know the two things that he um, that he's you know fearing next year or not fearing, but the things that are troubling him is one, the election. I can see that, you know, anybody can see that, but another one is the UA, the UFO rollout. Like honestly, those things actually scare him. So, um, and I know someone very intuitive and she said in 2022 that she thinks something big is going to happen in 2024. Um, and I think they will try to pull something next year. I, I do. Uh, we got the election year. Yeah, that and so many, I mean, so many people that are triggered in this country, in America, you know, specifically, but it does affect the whole world. And so many people who are caught up in propaganda, um, so many big units like the UN and the WHO and the World Economic Forum and King Charles III and the COP 28 convention going on in Dubai, you know, these entities are pushing hard for their 2030 goals, their social, uh, their um, sustainable development goals, SDG goals. And I feel like um, they're really like go, they're gung ho about it. And there's a lot of, a lot of measures and things that have been signed. And so, um, but in order to get there, they have a lot of work to do. So if they're going to pull off something big, they almost need like a steroid for their plan to make it actually happen. And hopefully it doesn't happen. Right. But we have to be prepared in our lives. Uh, we have to live our lives too, though. And I hope 2024 is a year of none of the agenda or a monkey wrench gets thrown into their, their plans, you know, but the potential is high next year for, major shit to go down um as much as i don't want it to but or none of us do um we're in times of kind of like a critical junction here really um it's the ultimate battle of good versus evil and i've said this many times on the show i think the most why the earth has so many people right now so many souls wanted to witness this time you know um and it's probably true but this podcast will keep giving you a great plethora of material in 2024. And on that note, though, I don't have lots of plans for this podcast other than doing this documentary and a couple of, you know, distant episodes I have. Um, I mean, on that note, what would you like to see for next year? You know, write me, peoplebeyondthis at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail. Um, contact me on Instagram or Telegram. You know, do you want more of the same, um, any particular subjects, uh, series of shows that I focus on more of that, um, uh, what guests would you like on, uh, repeat guests or new guests? You know, I mean, uh, tell me, I don't know, like I run this, but sometimes, you know, after doing this for 10 years, sometimes I could use some new ideas, you know, and, and, um, my goal next year is to bring you this documentary and I'm setting a loose date of completion by June. That's if I can. 
and I'll still give you more of the same on this show. I mean, I might, I might take some small breaks. We'll see. Um, you know, I encourage you to have this year. I, I encourage you though, to have as much fun as you can while you can. That's something I want to bring up. Um, I'm not saying that the future is all bad either. We don't know. I mean, that guy doesn't know that I showed you doing the psychic thing. I mean, he, he might have been tapping into some truth. We don't know that CIA guy played earlier. He doesn't know. I don't even know if he's real. Right. Um, I'm not saying the future is all bad. It can be a really great thing too, you know, uh, but it's critical junction time. It is. And we can't ignore that, but you know, 2020 sucked as, as a whole for the entire world and 2021. When I, when I think back on those days, I also had some fun in there. I mean, I did the exact opposite. I didn't stay home. I disobeyed. I did an awesome desert road trip. If you remember um, in America, you can listen back to um, episode 154, where I talked about the mysterious desert on my road trip. And I went to Europe in 2021. And these trips were so awesome because nobody was traveling and tickets were cheaper. And there was the, yeah, there was the testing protocols that really sucked, but it actually, it also proved to myself that there was no pandemic, just a plandemic. And so um, my point is though, have fun in the world, have, you know, balance this information in your brain. Don't become a fin detail fanatic with no nuance and always thinking in black and white, white and throwing things in the, in the baskets. So it's safe for you. Um, just like those stuck in the left, right paradigm. I'm seeing that a lot with the alternative media and I've, and I, I've in the truth community, I've gone over that in an episode I did this year too, that I forgot to mention. Um, it was um, some, it was more recent and a few months ago it, and it was just basically critiquing how uh, the, it was the alternative media too much or too little. I think it was, or the truth community too much or too little, you know, check that one out. You know, I, I think we need to really like, kind of like take in more layers and understand it's it's complex world. It really is. So we can't just simplify things and throw them in categories. We don't know. We don't know this stuff, you know, and I, I've, I've learned that from being, that's what I've learned as from doing this so long, thinking about all this so long. So be a true warrior and champion in this world. Don't let it get the best of you. Next year doesn't have to be a crazy year. I mean, look what was done for me. People prayed and, and I healed. Uh, there is power in prayer. You know, you don't have to be just in, in one religion or another. You can change the course of things by prayer. Manifestation boards, you can, those are amazing. I've talked about that before, where you can cut out pictures from magazines or make your own pictures of what you want in your future and watch everything come true on that board. It's amazing. So if you want a good year next year and you want to change the course of history, that and prayer, unbelievable what they can do. And, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here, you know, in complete remission and yeah, you could say, Oh, it's just medical science. You, you know, no, there's a lot more components to it. A lot more miracles have happened. So even though I've been in the hardest times of my life, I've seen great miracles. So th that's just it. You know, you can change the course of things. The great spirit, God, whatever you want to call it, is waiting for you to connect and waiting for the world to connect. And if you do, uh, you will find more things happen. Um, uh, you know, you will, you'll find more things um, come true that then you realize just connecting with that power. Yeah. So um, 
I want to kind of bring us out with an email question. I wanted to, I didn't know where to put it really. Um, I sort of just thought, well, I'm not going to be doing a show about this anytime soon. And, and I thought, well, I'll just throw it at the end of this show here um, and kind of take us out with this. And that is um, that uh, this is a, this is from Maurice in Spain. Okay. And what's up to all my listeners in Spain. I don't think I have a lot, but I'm glad I do have some listeners over there. So um, dear Loomis, we love your show. What happened to call? We love this show. Episode 219. What happened to cobalt blue skies? You talked recently with Trusica about them spraying to hide UFOs as well. You didn't speak on that in your presentation. Can you speak on that now? And yes. Um, so um, I wrote back Maurice and, but basically what I said is just, uh, you know, I didn't throw that in there just because, well, there's, I think there's a lot of reasons why they do spraying. It's not just one thing. I mean, the biggest reason I see just as an observer is um, to control the weather. Uh, they always spray before storm fronts and, you know, control jet streams and stuff like that. But there's other reasons why they spray too. And one of the reasons um, possibly could be to hide activity up there. I've taken, taken photos with um, a high, uh, a decent lens and just of the sky on a spray days. And you will see, random things up there that kind of look like craft uh, lights and you know you capture things with the shutter speed that you may not see with the naked eye um i think sometimes when they have a fleet coming in whether it's the dark side um and they want to hide it or even it's something unexpected on their radar that's of benevolent force they want to hide it um and, you know, I, I've heard things that sometimes these, these, uh, UFOs are there to help clean up, you know, um, I don't know about that, but, uh, possible, you know, you never know what goes on up there. There's so much going on up there. There is seriously is a lot going on up there and it is like fishing. You can set up your chair outside and look, you know, at the night sky for an hour and not see anything, you know, it, you have to be very patient, but, um, I think truth seek is right. If you say, uh, are you up there? Can I see you? Things happen. Um, there is a connection going on up there and the, these would be, you know, usually good things that would be coming your way, but yeah, do they spray to hide? I would say yes, but I don't think it's one of their main functions. However, you know, there are many fingers in the pie, so to speak. So I think there is a lot of, um, truth in that as well. So, um, I, I don't know. Uh, there's probably more research to be done, but I've certainly heard this before too. Um, when they spray the hide of uh, a fleet and, you know, we might get answers to some of this stuff in our lifetimes, if not even next year, if they do a big, whether it's, it's a fake invasion or I don't know, but it's one of the biggest cards they could play. So we have to realize that once they throw that out, they're kind of throwing out pretty much everything they can besides world war three and an asteroid or something. So anyway, um, I like, I like connecting with all you guys on this show. And that's something that I want to continue to do in 2024. I want a more listener oriented show. Um, 
email questions are fine. Voicemails, you can, you know, I'll play them on the show if you want to go to the voicemail page of the of the website. But um, I plan to do more live streams when I can. And I really like being able to get callers now. I think it's a great addition to the show. And so if you um, keep missing my live streams, whether it's because you don't subscribe to social media, which I don't blame you, um, but I do inst- I do have an Instagram and a Telegram, and I do post on there what, uh, you know, when I have a live stream coming up as like an advertisement. But what I'm going to do now too, just as, as a future thing, is it the news section of Chan It Down. I will post um, as far back as I can the date and time of a live stream. So you can also go there to get updated on live streams. Because I want to really like, I want more uh, listenership interaction on this show. I think that's where we can all kind of like, you know, if you've been a listener for a long time, you've always wanted to chime in to any of the conversations I've had with people or subject matter. I want that to be there for you. Um, I think getting to know you guys more helps me too. So um, chant it down should be bright in that category. Yeah. I'm going to continue to give you, you know, like more of the same. I got some great shows planned already, but also, you know, again, if you have show suggestions, write me at people beyond this at gmail.com. So yeah, 2024 coming up, um, you know, buckle your seatbelt. You could be in for a ride. Uh, but don't let the fear porn and don't let the uh, predictions of people get the best of you because it could be totally different than you think too. So we're just kind of in this, you know, and uh, we'll see what happens. But I think I'm going to leave you out here with that and um, much love you guys. Thanks for tuning in all year and enjoying Chan It Down. I hope that um, uh, we can do some great shows next year and uh, uh, yeah, much love. Chan it down. Well, if you're still with me, that wraps up 2023. I uh, forgot to mention two other favorites this year. Just uh, got lost in the shuffle when I was thinking. But uh, Sean McCann in Generational Genital Mutilation, all about circumcision and the generational effects it truly has and what needs to be looked at there. Great show. As well as Chanting Down, Going Green was very successful solo show of mine in which we do need to be paying attention to this uh, draconian green movement coming in all in the guise of climate change which we have chanted down much on this show. I want to thank all of you for listening uh, this show, liking it, the wonderful emails and reviews, uh, especially on iTunes. Thank you for all the great reviews on all the different platforms. And I want to thank all of my old school listeners from way back that have hung out, hung on all these years. And I want to thank all of you for joining me this year and next year will even be better. Uh, I'm going to go be going big with this documentary, some big names attached and some great voices that will, uh, you know, make this, propel this documentary into a, I think, a good success. Um, And I think it will be uh, kind of an eye-opener for the general public and just for everybody. Everybody can learn something from it. So it's going to be good. Uh, It's going to take you on some rides you would have never thought. So I'm really looking forward to that in the coming year and doing some great shows with some great people and some solo shows and more of the same. 
So chant it down, guys. Chant down the system. Chant down the encroaching hand that's closing you within. And be a free human being. Don't forget to st try to be free. Strive to be free. And be the person you were born to be. Much love, you guys. Chant it down. Chanted Down Radio's coming to you live from the Hawaiian Islands, coming from the perspective of complete freedom, coming from wisdom outside the system, and then some. This is the mouthpiece of the natural earth forgotten. At this point in time, humanity's been kept from the truth, so Chanted Down Radio offers the coordinates to a path out. You're searching for something whole, cause what you see real life. You're watching this world unfold, the truth beneath the lies. Rekindling what's been stole, the need to free one's mind. Uncover the truth exposed, so people see the light. Let's shut it down so we can know. It's simple, we just break it down a little bit so we can process all. Make the switch to elevate yourself to conscious mode. And it's benefit so we can get this kind of growth and get the future. We just want to start the whole thing With the message feeling really we can start a post Taking in the simulating, getting lots of numbers Waking up the possibility, try to stop hypnosis